Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to the Hospitality Digital Marketing Podcast, presented by HSMAI, the Hospitality Sales and Marketing Association International, and its Digital Marketing Council. And now, your host, Lauren Gray. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Hospitality Digital Marketing, the podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Gray, and this is episode number 123. We are airing Friday, September 30th, 2016, where every week we spend around 20 minutes sharing the most interesting tools, news, and techniques being used in digital marketing for the hospitality industry. We also do a quick recap of our weekly live video show this week in hospitality digital marketing, which also airs every Friday, earlier in the day for us, at 10.30 a.m. Central U.S. time. So with that, let's get started. Uh, as a quick recap to our live video show from this morning, uh, we had a special guest and co-host, Mr. Dean Schmidt from Derbysoft. This was our second attempt to get Mr. Dean on the show. The first was fraught with technical issues that we ended up getting solved, although he did get to use uh, his old camera that made him look like he was in the witness protection program. <laughs> if you see the session, you will see what it is that I mean. It was a very dark dark camera that was being used, or at least dark lighting. Um, in that session, he gave some incredibly good advanced insights as to what's happening in the meta search space, uh, what's changing, what's exciting in the sense of its inclusion with Facebook now for dynamic ads, as well as Google and so forth. And they gave some excellent advice as well on budgeting for meta search in the 2017 season. And if it gives you any hint to this, he says, don't. <laughs> For that answer, you'll have to go see the uh, live show, which, of course, you can do at hospitalitydigitalmarketing.com forward slash live. The link is there for you to do as a playback, plus also all of the uh, session's meeting notes uh, where we record by minute what was being talked about. So you don't have to go through the entire 121-minute uh, session. Yes, 121-minute session. <laughs> we, we tend to have a lot of things to talk about, but you can jump to the areas that you find contextually interesting, and that will be found at hospitalitydigitalmarketing.com forward slash live. Now, the reason why I'm being very brief about our recap of the live show is that I also have the privilege of having a special guest for today's podcast, Mr. Jeremiah Magone, founder of hospitalitycopywriting.com. Couldn't help but notice the similarities of our uh, URL selection. <laughs> say what you are and say what you do. It may be a little long, but it definitely comes across clearly. Um, he's located in San Diego. He specializes in B2B copywriting services for hospitality, but he seems to be expanding more and more into the other hospitality mediums, less B&B and more tailored uh, support for individual hotels, uh, ownership groups, as well as brands. So um, why we had the privilege of speaking with Jeremiah? Well, uh, we met first uh, at HSMAI's leader conference in Boca Raton uh, just a few weeks back where we had a very lively conversation on the value of content, good content, and storytelling. Uh, we always ask ourselves, how does storytelling fit in when I'm running a hotel? Well, that's a very interesting topic and one that Jeremy's, uh, Jeremiah is going to explore into. Um, and to that end, we decided uh, he really needed to come to the show and share his insights and dole out some excellent advice. 
What happened ended up being a great conversation that unfortunately runs a little longer than our normal 20-minute sessions here. So we're cutting it into two parts, actually with a third one a bit later. We don't want to make it that every show for the next three weeks will be the same. So we're doing part one uh, this week. We'll be doing part two next week. And then part three is going to be a trailer a couple of weeks after that where it's going to be more in towards the holiday spirit and um, content that you can develop for your time in the holiday market. So we are going to cut it up a little bit in that sense. Um, Today, with part one of the interview, I know you're going to enjoy. It's a precursor to a very thoughtful understanding of the value of truly good content and story writing in the sense of creating a message and painting a picture in one's mind's eye. Um, I know you'll enjoy his perspective as much as I did. So with that, our interview with Jeremiah. Hello, Jeremiah. Glad that uh, that you're with us today. How are things? Doing great. Uh, Sunny California, San Diego. Uh I used very well. to, I, I used to like you until I realized you were in San Diego now now because I love San, San Diego is such a great place it's so beautiful all the time I envy you but then again I just came up from Florida so I, I do have a balance to that thought process I love Florida too so all's good um, as I mentioned earlier we uh, before we started the interview today it's a privilege to have you with uh, with us and really we realized we hit each uh, we met each other in Boca Raton at HSMAI's leadership conference, which is the uh, conference for all of their chapter leaders to get together and learn better how to lead their chapters and lead going into the industry as industry leaders. And we had, a, I mean, an awesome conversation. I truly enjoyed being able to spend time with you. And it dawned on both of us that a lot of people don't seem to understand the true value of copywriting and what copywriting can mean as an impact for business. Not just, oh, we should have some good writing, but really the revenue generation potential, really the value and really where the whole industry or technology is going to. And before I get talking too much about it, can you tell us a little bit about where you came up with the idea, what get got you to do this? Uh, for everyone uh, listening to the show, the website that we're referring to, which will also be in the show notes, is hospitalitycopywriting.com, which you've done an excellent SEO job on as well, a testament to your product. But uh, well, how did you get all into this? How did you now run your own business as and, and what you're doing? Tell us a little bit about that. Story. You know, I've lived in Germany, Spain, Mexico, Japan for eight years. Um, I've done a lot of things. So, you know, we, we always kind of gravitate towards the jobs that we, when we're doing them, we don't feel like we're working. Uh, we're passionate about it. We can wake up early. We can spend the whole day doing it. And so that's, that's how I focused in on it. And uh, just my life of travel has pretty much led into that. Um, and I'd love to lead into a uh, what, what I'd like to talk about a little bit more here today, and that is really storytelling and, and what that means to hotels and what that means to travelers. Sure. Would that be okay? Oh, absolutely. Please. Like I said, I was, I was happy that you'd be able to spend some time with us, and you take all the time that you would like. <laughs> Perfect. Well, thanks. Um, I mean, stories are really awesome, and, you know, I'd like to share why they are so important. Uh, you know, like what Edward St. Thomas is doing with Slip 2. I think that's really great. The pictures tell amazing stories. Uh, but at the same time, if you if you just gave somebody a picture and you said, what does that mean? They, would, they wouldn't really come up with the idea that a picture's worth a thousand words, right? They would have their own interpretation. But when we're using words, we're, we're able to walk people down a really specific line of thinking. And, and that, that can create a whole series of pictures in their mind, and that, that wraps people up, um, it gets them excited, it gets them interested, and uh, yeah, 
really gets him involved with your business. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd like to share some good examples of people that do that well. Sure. And I'm also, I'd like to do some exam- uh, exercises so that listeners can get their creative juices flowing and they can start coming up with their own stories. Awesome. That's all I get. Awesome. Great deal. All right. Um, so yeah, before we get started, though, let's take two giant steps back and look at what we're really talking about because we're, we're talking about hotels getting more direct revenue, right? That's, that's the name of the game. Um, so the more we can get people to lean in, um, the, the less they're going to be basing their decision upon, uh, you know, the value or sorry, the price that they're seeing. They're going to be basing it more on the value. What was been your experience with that one uh, in, in your marketing? Well, I mean, I have to agree with you. And this goes back to some of our conversations that we did have is that uh, we don't earn the right to just say, buy what I have to offer. We don't just earn the right to say, here's a price and here's a location. It's about, as you point out, the value proposition of describing and, and adding the depth of understanding of what it is that you are offering and why it might be of value or maybe not to the person that you're conveying the message to. So I think it's a very solid point to make. Yeah, and I, I mean, I, I think the we have the stop clicking around uh, thing and, you know, every single website says book now, but that doesn't really give somebody a reason does it you know mm-hmm. um, it, it doesn't really give them a reason why and without that you are really just commanding them to do things and you know why should I listen to a website right exactly um, but when we when we tell stories uh, we, we start to have we start to create a myth around ourselves and uh, you know think about people that have done this very well think about people who have celebrity status right um, they get paid 10 times more than what the average person gets paid because when people see them, they, they give them, you know, they, they say, hey, I've seen that guy before, I've seen that girl before. Their time is worth more than the average person. Um, so they get paid more. And that's, that's exactly what stories do because they're so memorable, they're so easy for people to identify with that they instantly elevate that person mm-hmm. in the viewer's mind. Um, I mean, we can probably think of like a lot of, a lot of people that were just you know, child stars in uh, a, a commercial, and they became famous, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's tons of stories like that. Um, so, in the hospitality industry, telling stories is a little bit different than you know Hollywood, though, because we're we're going to be more focused on the guest's experience. You know, we want we want to make them the hero in the story uh, more than than just the story of the building. Um, You know, there are some good examples like the the Hotel Del Coronado. I I used to live right right across the street from that. Mm -hmm. And it was really famous because, you know, Marilyn Monroe was there uh, shooting Some Like It Hot. And, and, you know, you go through uh, their historical section and they show all the memorabilia from the film, film and everything. And, you know, that's that's something that really, really sets them apart from anybody else. Mm-hmm. And so they can charge a higher rate just because of that. Um, but it's, it's not really something I see a lot of hotels doing well, just because when you go to their websites, it, it, most times it just looks like they're selling Ikea furniture, right? Um, there's no people, there's nobody in the pool, mm-hmm. there's nobody in the restaurant. Um, it's, it's like the day after tomorrow. 
Of, of people that have done a good job. I, I It's yeah. funny you mentioned the bringing this up is that we've just had a conversation on the, the live show a couple weeks ago with Edward St. Ange. We're um, leading it actually where he was talking about um, we had a guest, Henry Woodman, uh, that does Rich Media. And um, we talked oh, about the fact that, there, that yeah, there's some pictures there's some pictures that need people in them because you want them to identify with what it is you're representing. And then there's other pictures that you don't necessarily need people in but are not necessarily as important either. Like, I mean, obviously you don't need somebody shoveling food in their mouth when they're eating a plate, but having a, a picture of a restaurant full of people enjoying dinner is a completely different scenario. So yeah, I, agree, I completely agree with your point that it's you're creating a mental story with the picture when you include people at certain times. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a, um, a really, really nice example is the Sunset Marquee, you know, AKA the, the Morrison Motel. Um, you know, you see people taking pictures of themselves outside the awning in the front. You know, just because it's, it's such a rock and rollers, you know, paradise here. You know, it, it reflects on them. Yes. You know, they get involved in the mist. They get involved in, you know, Stephen Taylor like with a flag wrapped around him on the on the rooftop. You know, um, there's there's so much stuff there, and and when you go there, that's really what people are purchasing. Um, they're not just purchasing the bed, even though, you know, it's a very, very deluxe place. Uh, but they're really purchasing the emotional connection. And in copywriting, we say, you know, people buy things not for the thing, but for the emotional transformation they're hoping to get with the thing. Let me interrupt you for just a moment. You make a really good point that I don't want to pass by too quickly on. And that is... You know, you talked earlier about movie stars and so forth and, and how we give them a deference of respect because they represent the stories that they were participant in. And uh, I think most of us always feel disillusioned when they find out that their favorite movie star is a, a pain in the butt or not whom they thought they were or whatever. It, it takes away, it puts tarnish on what they think of them to be. Um, and also we give them deference. That's why they're used as spokespeople a lot of times because we give them deference that we equate them as an individual with the characters that they represent when we know that's not true. We, we were smart enough people to know that it's not true, but we hope it's true. And, and you bring together uh, something that I got asked back a while ago when in previous life, I got asked by an owner of the hotel group I was working for. He says, Lauren, what does some, uh, what, what makes something viral? And, you know, I always prided myself in always having an answer for him. And I says, I, I got to get back with you about that because that's the question everybody would like to know. If everybody had an answer to it, uh -huh. then they would be the millionaire and I'd be, you know, the billionaire. Um, but the, the, I came back to, this is my answer, and, and I'd love to put this in front of you and see if the, you think that it holds some light. I said to him that what makes something viral is that you give somebody, a lot to what you're saying, um, prestige. Because people share things that make them look good. We're not, we, we have a Facebook world and we have a real world. Just like we talk about travel. We have a, a vacation we actually took and the vacation that we tell people. We, store, we create a story around the one that we share. And so when you share something with somebody, because it's because you, you have a relationship with them, usually because you're similar in some aspect, whether in t whatever, you're similar in some aspect, probably the simplest way of saying it. Um, mm -hmm. Then when you share that something with them, it, they share it with their following because it makes them look good that they're associated with it, a little bit to what you're saying right now. And mm -hmm. so that then when they share it to their friends because of similarity between them and their friends, they in turn share it with their friends because it makes them look good to their friends and so on and so on mm -hmm. until you have this viral sharing that goes on. And I said, that's the definition of, of viral, providing content 
to people that make them look good to the people that they have an audience to. Uh, because we all have audiences now. I mean, it used to be we were a small circle, family and close friends, but now we have this huge digital footprint. What did Facebook say that we're all just 2.8 or 3.1 degrees of separation? I mean, we have a global audience now that's only two steps yeah. away. So really now with our audiences, uh, we want to share what makes us look good to our audience. The, like I said, the, the vacation that you want to talk about. I didn't mean to take us on a tangent, but you made a really good point about that connection that I didn't think want to get lost. And that popped in my head of, an, of, of why a viral is such a component of that as well. So please, I'm sorry, go on. Nice, nice. No, I really agree with that. Um, it's, it's really true. Uh, you know, in, in Capel's really famous book, Tested Advertising Methods, he, he, he said that, you know, all the conclusions from all of the advertisements he did was that people really want to be liked. Mm -hmm. They want to be esteemed. Um, so sharing things that it shows their their connection, it shows their popularity, it shows their you know riches, uh, or in some cases you know their abilities. That that is how people do that. That's mm -hmm. how they appeal to other people. Um, you know, Cable's really famous uh, advertisement was they laughed when I sat down at the piano, but when I started to play, duck duck duck. That's that story, that super, super quick story, just that headline. He sold millions of uh, correspondence piano training courses. <laughs> um, so that's, that shows us the power, the power of a story. Um, I saw a really funny one just recently. I think it was Southwest Airlines. And it was just like uh, red, just a red advertisement with huge, you know, 72-point uh, font and said, Brad's single. Flights to Los Angeles starting at two hundred fifty dollars. You know, mm -hmm. um, any any hotel in Los Angeles could shoot that, right? Right. Because it, it creates the story in somebody's mind that I'm gonna fly to L.A. You know, I'm gonna by chance meet Brad and get married. You know, like I'm gonna have this amazing life. <laughs> Just, and they did it, and you know, yep. Brad's single, like two two and a half words, right? Yep. Um, so that's, that's the power of stories, and that's what we're talking about here. Um, and now when we step, we step forward, we'll take one step forward, um, we'll see how we should use stories, okay? Because as a copywriter, when I look at a project, the first question I have to ask is how aware are people of this product or service, right? Um, and there's a, there's a scale, and I'll, I'll include that in the PDF in the show notes, um, but it shows you that if you're if you're working with somebody something that people already already really understand, you can be super direct. Like you can say, "Hey, our gasoline is 20% cheaper," right? And people will come running. Mm -hmm. um, but but at the other end of the spectrum, like with hotels, you know, if somebody's never stayed at your hotel, they're they're going to be on the OCA and they're wondering why you're $40 more expensive than your competitors, right? So as a copywriter, when it's, it's an unknown quantity, we only really have the choice of going after people with either a secret, a bold declaration, or a story. Um, so I'm, I'm going to read you a quick story, um, and I want you to try to guess which product it's advertising and, uh, and how much they sold. Okay. All right, here goes. So... On a, on a beautiful late spring afternoon, 25 years ago, two young men graduated from the same college. 
They were very much alike, these two young men. Both had been better than average students, both were personable, and both, as young college graduates are, were filled with ambitious dreams for the future. Recently, these men returned to their college for the 25th year reunion. They were still very much alike, both were happily married, both had three children, and both, it turns out, had gone to work for the same Midwestern manufacturing company after graduation, and were still there. But there was a difference. One of the men was manager of a small department of that company, the other was its president. All right, so what do you think they're selling? To be biased, I'd say a car. <laughs> Yeah, the Cadillac will get you the 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 the, the owner's daughter, and uh, the Yugo won't get you but a, a part-time job. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd have to be biased to say that they're, they're, in my mind's eye, I would picture a prestige-based product that because one had it and the other didn't, that allowed the success because in all ways, the story went out of its way to show the similarities of the two, but there's mm -hmm. a dissimilarity, a singular thing, which is what they're trying to sell, and I'd actually, I probably would say the car just because of I'm being tainted, but it doesn't sound like I am, but that, yeah, I'd say a car, sorry. Yeah. I mean, they could, it could really be anything, right? Yep. Um, you know, any, anything that happened along the way that transformed that person's life. But the, the, main, the main thing is that, hey, you know, they were transformed. One person was successful, the other person was just mediocre. Um, and, and I'm reading that, and I want to be the successful person. And so this story grabs me, and it pulls me in. And, you know, we really want to know what it was, right? Um, so this is, you know, this is a sales letter. Um, it was only about 700 words, but because it was wrapped in a story, guess how much revenue this, this sales letter made? Um. 10 million, 15, 20? Yeah, probably 10 to 15 million at least. I would think that, I mean, depending upon if it was a sales letter, then the audience can't be that huge. So I'm sure there was a high ticket cost per transaction. So I'd, I'd, I'd just stick a stick in the sand and say, say 15 million. Well, it was $1 billion. Uh, this, this, this was uh, the promotion when they, a promotion for the Wall Street Journal. <laughs> and it, it was, you know, hey, if you are informed, if you know what's going on in the world, then you will get ahead. Mm. Um, and that, that point, they made that point at the end, it was just kind of like, dong, it just yeah. you know, rang people's bells because, yeah, you know, I could just, I could end up being the the middle manager, um, you know, or, or the president, you know, if I'm a young person, or if I am the middle manager now, I can, I say to myself, yeah, that's the way up in the sure. world sure. and you know these are these are really emotional things we're not we're not selling paper we're not selling paper with black ink we're selling an emotional transformation mm -hmm. um, so you know the couple bullet points that we want to really take from this is you know, number one it focuses on the human condition not the product number two we identify with the people in the story and number three we want to be the winner yep. okay so for hospitality, we can steal the, these ideas and we can use them to promote our hotels and destinations. For example, number one, you know, we need to focus on the human dynamics of people 
and, and what they experience during traveling. You know, think of the relationships between like a, a grandmother and her granddaughter, you know, taking a trip, husband, wife, other sister, you know, showing those relationships. And then just like in this example, hey, your hotel helps those relationships be successful. Um, we also need to identify the emotions that people want to feel or experience, you know, uh, you know, are they, you know, are they tired of their job, are they bored, uh, insecure, you know, do we want to give them hope, do we want to give them confidence, you know, do we want to give them happiness, love, all these important emotions for people, um, and then also, you know, do make a dramatic conclusion. Um, but I think I'd like to I'd like to add one thing to what you're saying to this. You made three you made three points out of this, which are all absolutely excellent and solid points. I think there's actually a fourth point that could be added to this. And if I if I'm stealing the thunder because you're going to get to it, I, I apologize. But the 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 uh, the difference between content and good content is the clarity of the message versus the ambiguity of its potential. And what you just did with the story that you said, the clarity was this singular thing, this clearly identified thing in the message of the of the of the of the advertisement was the defining difference between the ambiguity of one versus the success of the other and same too with your content a good content writer you may think you're driving them to a single point but the point could get lost like well i don't get it maybe maybe it was this and this and this because you weren't crystal clear on this one read the wall street journal this one didn't and it isn't that you had to say that you only made it you made a very succinct point but if you if you don't tell the story well enough it opens up to interpretation and that interpretation mm -hmm. can create that fuzzy well you you're implying that it's that one thing that they if you know they had a great stay in the city because they stayed at your hotel mm -hmm. but you didn't tell me why and so I, I think that it's really just you telling me that it's not because you showed me in the storytelling that it was where a very well-written story would make you feel like I gotta go there. Holy crap! Look at all the stuff they just did, and look at the cool things they did, and look look how good-looking those people are that they're hanging with. That I want to be that. Like you said, the third point that being that success to the story. So I think that's where you, as good content writing, copywriting, comes into the decisions that hoteliers have is to say I can write a story. Well, as I like to say, yeah, I can paint a house, but I can't paint a Picasso, but I'm still called a painter. So there's a, there's a difference between a copywriter or a content writer and a genuinely good artist to the craft of being a good content or copywriter. So I'd like to add that little layer to it. And there you have it. Part one of two. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. I had a thoroughly excellent time talking with Jeremiah and look forward to speaking with him again and possibly getting him on the live video show for us. Remember, you can find all of this on Google Play, Apple iTunes, TalkShoe, SoundCloud, Stitcher. No matter which one you may use, if you like the show, please remember to rate us and leave us a compliment. That helps others, or comment, I should say. Compliment would be nice too, I guess. Um, that helps others find the show as well, and it also uh, gives an uh, opportunity for you to benchmark it as a subscription. Uh, also, if this is your first time hearing us, uh, as I mentioned, you can subscribe to our show on any of those same platforms. For an archive of all the previous podcasts, you can go to hospitalitydigitalmarketing.com forward slash podcasts, and you don't uh, forget to do our live video talk show. 
that you can join and participate in every Friday, a little earlier than we record this podcast, at 10.30 Central U.S. time, called This Week in Hospitality Digital Marketing. It's on hauza.io, H-U-Z-Z-A.io, but it's a lot simpler to simply go to hospitalitydigitalmarketing.com forward slash live, or in the case of the bit.ly's that we use each week, this upcoming episode is going to be bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y, forward slash HDM show 61. Uh, so you can figure out what the bit.ly's that you can go backwards in the time frame and go look at the older shows with the same bit.ly links, 60, 59, 58, so forth. But anything for archives, you can go to hospitalitydigitalmarketing.com forward slash live. If you'd like to see all of our shows as they play, we have a 24-hour, seven-day-a-week, three days of non-repeating content uh, replay of all of our shows, and that is at hospitalitydigitalmarketing.com forward slash 24 live. So with that, we thank you for your time today. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. We know we're a little bit longer than normal, but we hope you join us next Friday where we will continue our conversation with Jeremiah at hospitalitycopywriting.com and our discussion about content and story writing. Till then, thank you and have a great week. You have been listening to the Hospitality Digital Marketing Podcast with Lauren Gray. Presented by the Digital Marketing Council of HSMAI the Hospitality Sales and Marketing Association International. All views expressed are those of the host and his guests and do not reflect upon HSMAI or the sponsors of the podcast. Podcast and its content is protected by international copyrights. Any use not authorized by hospitalitydigitalmarketing.com is in violation. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.